Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Crystal Clear here. You're listening to more Morgulons, and you're about to hear the voice of I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's not what you mean by the word is. How we confront our mistakes, make our apologies, and take action. That's why this morning I signed an executive order instructing every arm and agency of our government that conducts, supports, or regulates research involving human beings to review immediately their procedures in light of the recommendations of this report and the best knowledge and standards available today and to report back to me by Christmas. That's right. That's the voice of the great saxophonist Bill Clinton talking about MK Ultra and the other experiments that were performed on Americans and Canadians and God only knows who else. Psyops. Psychological operations. Crazy. Unethical experiments. On innocent, unwitting, and unwilling test subjects. Can you apologize for something that's still going on? Is this totally outlandish to believe it could still be going on? Let's get in the time machine and go back. And pay a visit to our old friend, Senator Joe Biden. A microscopic tag being planted in a person's body to track his every movement. There's actual discussion about that. You will rule on that. He's talking to Chief Justice Roberts of the Supreme Court. My words before your tenure is over. Can brain scans be used to determine whether a person is inclined toward criminality or violent behavior? You will rule on that. And Judge, I need to know whether you will be a justice who believes that the constitutional journey must continue to speak to these consequential decisions or whether you're going to let these ghouls keep doing their crazy ass experiments on unwitting subjects let's not forget, forget these are the same clowns who came up with project artichoke a mind control program that gathered information together with the intelligence divisions of the army navy air force and fbi the cia did this. In addition, the scope of the project was outlined in a memo dated January 1952 that asked, can we get control of an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against fundamental laws of nature such as self-preservation? And we weren't the only nation up to these kinds of shenanigans. We were doing it because we thought the Soviets already had the ability to do it. And you can bet your ass the Chinese have been doing it and are doing it still now today. Let me give you an example of what a potentially successful Project Artichoke Far East edition would look like. Have y'all ever heard of the cannibal who killed and ate a man on a Greyhound bus in Canada? Manitoba, and this is a Chinese guy named Vince Lee. He got a computer science degree at the University of Wuhan Technology. He had no history of mental illness. illness. And there is no mental illness that makes you a murderous cannibal. To this day, he does not believe, supposedly, that he cannibalized that man. He ate his eyeballs and half his heart. If that ain't some Project Artichoke shit, then I don't know what is. My point is, well, my point's dull. I need to sharpen it. Hang on. Brain frogs be gone. 
Sharpest Attack. All right, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hello, friends. I want to tell you the story of James Walbert. This is a story from Wired Magazine in 2009. Late last year, James Walbert went to court to stop his former business associate from blasting him with mind-altering electromagnetic radiation. Walbert told the Sedgwick County, Kansas panel that Jeremiah Redford threatened him with, quote, jolts of radiation after a disagreement over a business deal. Later, Walbert said he began feeling electric shock sensations, hearing electronically generated tones, and getting popping and ringing sounds in his ears. On December 30th, the court decided in Walbert's favor and issued a first-of-its-kind order of protection, banning Redford from using, quote, electronic means to further harass Walbert. No, seriously. I recently took part in a BBC Radio 4 program, which took a light-hearted look into the, quote, real Manchurian candidate. And um, the I in this sentence is the writer, who um, is David Hambling. Um, and examined whether there is any truth in stories of mind control. It gave me a chance to talk about exotic, non-lethal weapon concepts like the so-called telepathic ray gun, the system which beams sound directly into your skull, and the, quote, voice of God talking fireball. That sounds lovely. Most of these people are, or most of these projects are just lab experiments or examples of PowerPoint engineering. But in some legal policy and business circles, electromagnetic brain assaults are being taken seriously. Now, recall, this is written in 2009. Since that time, we have had mainstream media coverage and confirmation of this type of harassment in the form of Havana syndrome. See my other episodes about Havana syndrome if you're not aware of that yet. Um, Walbert's case is supported by Jim Guest, a Republican member of the Missouri House of Representatives. He's working on proposed legislation to address electronic harassment, including a bill against the, quote, forced implantation of RFID chips. The UN is also now taking the possibility of electromagnetic terrorism against people seriously. And for the first time this year, um, this year's European Symposium on Non-Lethal Weapons included a session on the social implications of non-lethal weapons with specific reference to, quote, privacy 
Privacy Invasive Remote Interrogation and Behavioral Influence Applications. Those who believe they are being targeted are getting a bit of official recognition. So bittersweet. For some, this opens up a new business opportunity. Yes, always the vultures start swarming when people are in desperate situations. It's very sad and very wrong. There are already quite a few companies out there offering, quote, technical surveillance countermeasures or sweeps to determine if you are the victim of electronic harassment. As well, detecting the usual bugging devices, you can they can check if you are being covertly bombarded with microwaves, which may be the cause of, quote, headache, eye irritation, dizziness, nausea, skin rash, facial swelling, weakness, fatigue, pain in the joints and or muscles, buzzing, ringing in ears. Much of this trade may come from people with symptoms caused by something less exotic than high-tech military hardware, but companies will no doubt be willing to sell them expensive protection measures anyway. And as awareness of these developing technology projects increases, we are likely to be hearing a lot more about, quote, electronic harassment, quote, gang stalking, and the like over the next few years. And there is also likely to be what folklorists called ostention or acting out. Now that there are so many websites explaining how easy it is to harass people by zapping them with a modified microwave oven, sooner or later someone is bound to try it. You know, the things that used to seem crazy, the things that I used to dismiss and pathologize, are now things that I have confirmed through validated research reputable sources are actually real and I'm sure we only know just you know a fraction a sliver of it what's really disturbing is that I also found some documents online court documents proceedings from United States District Court for the District of Kansas, James Walbert versus the Wichita Police Department, Civil Action um, 10-1234-MLB. Um, so the defendant <clears throat> is the Wichita Police Department. Uh, the plaintiff is James Walbert, the man who allegedly had five implants uh, put in his brain and neck against his will while he was sleeping at home by an adversary at work. Um, wow. This apparently all was catalyzed by James Walbert's invention, idea for an invention for some kind of pop-up soda can. And apparently this other guy, Redford, was, uh, I don't know, he wanted to steal it, he was not happy with it, I have no idea, but this puts a whole new spin on the Coca-Cola wars, doesn't it? Um, so James Walbert filed a suit against the Wichita Police Department uh, alleging violations of civil rights under 42 U.S.C. 19853-1986. Um, and the 1st, 4th, 5th, 6th, 8th, and 14th Amendments. Walbert also asserts state law claims of negligence, breach of contract, assault, battery, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Defendant moved to dismiss, and now Walbert seeks leave to amend his complaint to join the city of Wichita and 17 John Doe defendants as parties. So basically, they're saying that he wants the defendant, the police department, was like, dismiss this shit. We don't need to do our jobs. And Walbert 
he said, you know what, I, I want to amend this complaint that I'm making and join 17 other plaintiffs, okay, TIs, we can pretty much assume, um, in, as, defend, uh, as parties. You know, he wishes to add a violation of 42 U.S.C. 1983 to the complaint. Defendant opposes the motion because it would be futile. Okay. Walbert commenced this lawsuit July 20th, 2010. He alleged that the Wichita Police Department violated his civil rights by failing to investigate his criminal complaint and enforce a protection order against Jeremiah Redford. So another court granted him a protection order against Jeremiah Redford based upon the evidence he presented regarding um, his belief that this man had zapped him with, you know, electronic, electromagnetic radiation and implanted chips in his brains, brains, <laughs> implanted chips in his brain. Walbert, Walbert apparently believes that Redford had inserted an electronic device into his body, which supposedly caused him great pain and prevented Walbert from developing an invention having to do with a quote, pop-up soda can. So, um, you can already tell just by the language of this document that they do not believe. I don't understand why. Why can't we just get an MRI here? I mean, I don't. Was, I would assume that that was the evidence upon which the other court granting the protective order made their decision, right? I mean, empirical evidence that what he was saying was true. Um, motion to dismiss standard. Um, so they're basically, the defendant, the police department, is saying that um, based upon the case histories uh, in Archuleta versus Wagner and Shero versus City of Grove, Oklahoma, and Beetle versus Wilson, et cetera, et cetera, um, that you leave to amend a deficient complaint may be denied when the amended complaint cannot withstand a motion to dismiss which i'm not a lawyer but that sounds to me like they're saying we're not going to let you leave your complaint and join the 17 others who are making the same complaint because it's futile because we're going to dismiss them too that's violated his civil rights by refusing to investigate a criminal complaint against redford and to enforce a protection from abuse order to state a valid 42 usc uh, 1983 claim a plaintiff must allege that he was denied a valid civil right secured by the constitution or federal law um, so Walbert asserts that defendants violated his fifth amendment due process right to be protected from third parties and to have a protection from abuse order enforced defendants respond that Walbert does not have such constitutional rights and therefore cannot base a claim to them. The Supreme Court in DeShaney versus Winnebago City Department of Social Services, 1989, uh, clearly stated, nothing in the language of the due process clause itself requires the state to protect the life, liberty, and property of its citizens against invasion by private actors. The clause is phrased as a limitation on the state's powers to act, not as a guarantee of certain minimal levels of safety and security. Its language cannot fairly be extended to impose an affirmative obligation on the state to ensure that those interests 
do not come to harm through other means. Um, what? So if the police don't have any responsibility to protect the life, liberty, and property of citizens, which we apparently don't have the right to have, what the fuck? Maybe we should defund them. I mean, come on, y'all. What is that? How is this? This is just mind boggling. Um, he stated that they uh, claims that they deprived him of his First Amendment rights to free speech because he allegedly was ridiculed and demeaned by the Wichita police in response to his complaint against Redford. Walbert also claims that the police failed to enforce the protection order as a retaliatory response to his exercise of his First Amendment right. Um, I believe the district court failed um, to find. It says that Walbert failed to adequately plead these elements and cannot plead any facts that could show that the defendant's conduct um, would, quote, chill a person of ordinary firmness from engaging in speech. Furthermore, Walbert provided no facts supporting the, assert the assertion that the failure to enforce um, his protection order was motivated by his exercise of free speech. I mean, that would be a hard case to win, but I think it's think that it's ridiculous. The idea that being ridiculed or reporting an assault and harassment would not deter or chill people from doing just that. I know I personally don't plan on walking up to the uh, Atlanta Police Department anytime today and letting them know that, uh, yeah, I have my body's full of mortal arms and I'm pretty sure it's a bioweapon. And also, I think at least one time on May 8th, I was zapped by uh, electromagnetic weapons from a helicopter because you know what they would do? They'd be like, <laughs> little lady, uh, maybe have you had enough sleep lately? Are you under a lot of stress? Do you need a drug test? I mean, come on. I'm gonna just skim through the rest of this. So he makes all these claims. It looks like um, the court dismissed this conclusion for the reasons stated herein. Walbert's federal claims, as set forth in his proposed amended complaint, fail to state any cognizable federal claim. His application for leave to amend is denied. The court declines to exercise supplemental jurisdiction over the remaining state claims. Defendant's motion to dismiss is granted. Boo. Appeal to the Supreme Court, James. Of course, they probably won't help. Just based on my own personal experience with protective orders, um, domestic violence, legal actions, I can say with confidence that the justice system is quite broken. The political system is quite broken. If being a politician didn't sound like the absolute worst job in the world, I would run for office, um, but but fortunately, I value my mental health too much to do that. I don't know what to do to address the injustice and incivility in this civil society we are holding together with threads, but the bonds between people, real people, you, me, fake people, cyborgs, transhumans, you, me. Those bonds are strong, no matter how weak and frayed the fabric of society becomes. Whatever is torn asunder will eventually be mended, because that's what we do. What lives, lives off the dead. What dies, feeds the living. 
we are in a cycle of death and rebirth and right now we are nearing our death which thank fucking god this old broken system needs to go down i'm ready to build something new from the rubble i don't know about you until then enjoy life live in this moment be grateful gratitude is the antidote to despair thanks for listening stay tuned